you want to um, want to get started? Yeah. Should we get started? Okay. Yeah. All right. Shh, quiet. I'm going to play the intro. Welcome to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. We are here to podcast about anything and everything Star Wars with you. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's HTTPS colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R Kyle Johansson.us. That's R-A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at rabr.kailejohansen.us. And with that, it's time to talk Star Wars. I am Kyle John Johansson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say hello. 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 Uh, All right, so today we're going to be reviewing Chapter 4, The Gathering Storm, which is actually a really interesting title of the Book of Boba Fett. We'll first, um, if we had feedback, we would review feedback, and then we're going to discuss Star Wars news and go through a detailed recap. Uh, Finally, uh, we'll do some predictions and thoughts about what we saw, and Colton's not allowed to participate. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, so let's jump into the news since we don't have feedback. It's time for the news. All right. So what we're going to talk about first is, um, I put an article in there that's, uh, the production of Star Wars and or is wrapping up um, production, uh, meaning they're done filming. Whoops. Um, and this one, the and or, uh, it says, Diego Luna, which is the guy who played Cassian in uh, Rogue One, he's the one that um, basically posted this, I think he posted it on Twitter or Facebook or something, but the article goes into the fact that they're done shooting and they hope that it'll be released sometime this year, which is kind of cool. Another new show. Um, And this is the time... um, during Rogue One, which is, I believe it is a right before um, New Hope, I think, in the timeline. Yeah. Um, but I mean, to me, you know, when when I watch the the movies, I think Rogue One is actually one of the better movies, especially uh-huh. the new ones. Yeah. Um, what do you What do you think about that? Is that something you'd uh-huh. be interested in watching? Yeah. This is going to be a series. That's yeah. It's going to be a series. You no, know, it it doesn't really is say. It going to be mini, is it going to be like this one, or it's like seven episodes or something like that? It doesn't, it doesn't really include that. Um, it I mean it doesn't say it doesn't say what how long it is if it's a because like um, you know the last thing I read about um 
the Obi Wan thing is it's going to be they're going they, they're calling it a mini series and it's going to be like six episodes, um, like Boba Fett is. It's Boba Fett's seven, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, all right. Um, and the second one that I posted was um, a deep dive into Inquisitors um, because. You know, me, I've had questions about them, and I know you have, too. Um, you know, we see them mostly in the animated side. Um, they're the, uh, you know, sort of Sith uh, type of people that are going, they're hunting down um, uh, Jedi. Oh, basically. yeah. To yeah. kill them. Yeah. Um, and, you, and remember, they have those weird swords that uh, are two-sided, and they, uh, yeah. like, they uh, spin them or whatever, and... They can fly with them, helicopter fly yeah. them or something. Um, it says here they started in the video games and then they showed up in uh, uh, Rebels too. Um, we see them a lot in Rebels. We see them like I don't know a dozen times at least. And there's they're a couple like, times where they're fighting several of them, right? Yeah, they, they, it was like the go-to. Well, what's his name? I forget. That- he had he he had access to Ezra. him and he yeah and he'd send them off. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And Darth Vader was alive during this time that time too. So um, he was just uh, transitioning to what we see in New Hope and stuff. Um, let's see. Future Inquisitors are supposed to be Inquisitors in the Obi Wan Kenobi show. Um, because you know we know from. Uh, also, the the Clone Wars animated series, there's Inquisitors in there. They're not there as much. But in the Rebels, they're there almost every other episode. You see an Inquisitor or something, right? Oh, yeah. It's like they they're... Yeah, it's like they're, they're either following them or, um, you know, staking out high-value targets that they might go to. Do you think they were following the Force? It could be. I mean, because they strong, supposedly and what's his name in the little bo- in the boy. It could be in, um, you know, they're they're force enabled too, so they they know the force. They they can, you know, we we've been taught in the movies and stuff that you know you can see some of the future, you can sense other people with the force and stuff like that. So it's very possible they are. Um, they it talks about in this article about you know we've got the fifth brother and seventh sister and um, Darth Maul and says Darth Maul and Darth Vader have both dispatched out inquisitors in this article, which I didn't, I didn't know if I realized that or not. Um, And it says also that we might see inquisitors in the Ahsoka series, which the way it looks right now, that's probably coming out in 2023. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. That should, be, a little that, bit of, that should be that should be an exciting series. Ahsoka, yeah, I'm really excited for that. Um, I, you know, the the interesting thing is Ahsoka is an original character that started in the Clone Wars, and it's she's never been in a movie. No, nope. um, she was she was in the Mandalorian. Um, we haven't seen her yet in Boba Fett. Who knows? We might see her. Um, but you know, she, like I said, she's never been in a movie. Um, and she, during 
Luke Skywalker's time, um, you know, our time that we're in Boba Fett and stuff, when Luke Skywalker is supposedly training future Jedi, um, she's going to be a little bit older um, because, uh, yeah. you know, but she she was learning Jedi stuff in the Clone Wars with, with Anakin, right? Yeah. So, anyway. Um, and the last thing I have here on the news is Disney released um, a uh, album of chapter one through four music um, from the book of Boba Fett. And there's quite a bit on here. There's, you know, every character usually has their own little uh, soundtrack and stuff like that. Um, and I'm just going to play this song for a minute or so and we'll... <laughs> That's that's our theme song to the Book of Boba Fett, and um, I I always liked that sound um, of the theme at the beginning. Um, yeah, there's a there's an option when you're playing the show you can skip the intro, and I I don't I usually yeah. don't skip the intro because I want to listen. Me neither. Yeah. Um. Oh, and that reminds me, we're, we'll talk about this also later. But I don't, I don't know. I don't remember where it showed up at. But there's a part in the show where he's talking about finding um, people to help him out with his war. And we hear a tiny twinge of the Mandalorian music. Did you even notice that? They played the Mandalorian I music I heard just, it. just for I like I heard it. two yeah. seconds. Um, so I don't know where I don't know I don't know if that'd be possible <laughs> I don't either I mean it could be because Boba Fett's already seen him in the show but yeah all right so uh, that wraps up the news it's time for the news yeah that wraps up that um, and we're gonna we're gonna go visit Wands for a second and then Spoiler clip, and then we'll get deep into the show, okay? We are proud to welcome our latest sponsor, Juan's Cantina, where every first week of the month on the standard galactic calendar, we celebrate what the ancients call Cinco de Mayo. Come join us at Juan's for the food, mariachi music, and 34 flavors of margaritas. That's Juan's Cantina right next to the Hangar 94 of Moss Isley Spaceport. On day two of the week, is Taco Tuesday. All tacos are half a credit each, but enjoy with our house margaritas. Juan's Cantina also serves the galactically famous Dos Camarones Azul Cerveza, imported directly from Kessel. Thank you again for our latest sponsor, Juan's Cantina. All right.
we have to play the spoiler spoiler alert so people don't you know freak out if we tell them something so we have to do that spoiler alert danger you are about to be spoiled this is your spoiler alert we're about to talk candidly and explicitly about some TV shows or movies. If you have not watched them, please fast forward to the appropriate section. You will not be warned again because you will be spoiled. like the spoiler alert that was great <laughs> you can hear stuff now that you got some good headphones huh yeah all right so this is the episode recap section so um you saw how i broke it out on the outline on the website and that's yeah. kind of also that like i sent you that has the complete breakdown so um, the first part is uh, Boba Fett is trotting through the uh, desert on the Banta, and you know we get a, we get a seems like forever scene where he's trotting on that thing, and then he sees something and he gets down and um, he sees Fennec on the ground. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So and, and she, you know she when we we saw her on the Mandalorian like that she. They left her for dead because I don't even remember if they, they checked her pulse or not, but I mean, they what about, pretty much assumed she was dead, right? What about before that? Before that, he was on the Banta, then he got off the Banta, and he went and he looked at the castle first. Yeah, you're right. He did. He, went, he was checking out the castle first, yes. Yeah. Um. Because uh, technically the episode starts where um, he's in the back to tank and he's he's you know doing a dream sequence of, right with this yeah. stuff and yes he checks out the palace first and then he's trotting along because um, he well he sees the, he, he sees the he sees the flares which yeah, that's flash, right. which flashes at the campfire and he flashes back those were the flares. In the Mandalorian, when they were exactly when they were fighting and battling, yeah, exactly. Um, right, and that then we get to the spot where you're talking about, yeah, where Phoenix on the ground, yeah. Um, you're right, it says that Fennec rides over hitches, Fennec rides with Shan hitched over the Banta's rump while he's going into Moss Eisley. And he goes in and he finds a, looks like to me, it's a remote area. There's nothing much around it, but he finds a, a shop where they um, do cyborg mods, right? We see a bunch of those mm -hmm. cyborg mod people like we saw. the. Uh, you, know, you know what that reminds me of? First time I saw it? Yeah. was like, like, get ink. Yeah. Like in our day, getting tattoos. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of what it was kind of like a tattoo parlor almost. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. They were going in there and getting, you know, 
you know, a, a chip here or a, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. I, we saw the one person getting something on their what back. The heck? Yeah. Was, what the heck outside was, was that guy or chick? I couldn't tell eyes flashing. Like what the hell was that? I think he had eyes that, um, you know, he could focus like, like a telescope kind of thing on it or something. Oh, like that. Okay. Yeah, it's something like that on there. What the hell was that? (laughs) And and then, of course, uh, you know, Fett brings Shand in and puts her on the table and basically makes the shop mod artist a deal he can't refuse. um, Oh, yeah. He doesn't, originally, he doesn't want to do it. And Fett's like, here's some money. And the guy's like, well, why didn't you leave with that? So. Uh, and then he uh, he does this fantastic uh, type of um, job with yeah, like, basically her gut. Huh? I like uh, his uh, all his attachments. Yeah, he had a his arm. He kept on taking off pieces and doing different things with different attachments. That was kind of cool. And that's I mean that's a good uh, reason to get one of those, I guess, if you really want to do that. I don't know if I would ever do that. I mean, it would be cool, I guess, but a little, a little much. Yeah, a little much. Um, okay, so then we see uh, blah blah blah. Uh, Fat asks um, if he's going to close up her uh, her belly yeah. area because he basically leaves it open, right, with all the stuff yeah. that you can see inside. All the machinery. And the guy. Yeah, why waste, why waste nice machinery? <laughs> exactly. He doesn't want to hide it. He says, I, I want I want to show that stuff off. Why why cover it up? Um, so uh, there it's it's left open. And I think we see where um, you know, she has a coat that he puts on her that kind of covers her up and stuff. Um, and he uh packs her back up and um we see them later on in the desert. Um, in front of a campfire, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, she w- she wakes up in kind of groaning in, in pain, and um, you know the Banta's still there. Uh, Take up a op- black melon. Yeah, he opens up the black melon and says, uh, "Drink this; it'll it'll help in your recovery or something weird like that." Um, and sh- and she demands what Fett has done done to her. Um, and he tells her the story about uh, the the mod shop, and um, she asks who he is. Yeah, she asks who he is. Uh, you know, he's like, "What? I'm Boba Fitch. Do you don't know who I am?" <laughs> uh, and he he calls her by he calls her the master assassin, Fennec Shand, of yeah. the mid rim, which. Um, you know, the outer rim is where all the, you know, the stuff happens. Like, you know, I don't know. That's the, that's later on, but that's where Thrawn is, is in the outer rim and all that stuff. Anyway, um, uh, she offers to pay him. Um, the, the double the price on her head because she th- still thinks he's a bounty hunter um, to be free, basically. Because um, yeah. she thinks he's going to take him in to 
get the bounty, right? Yeah. Um, and he dismisses her and says, no, uh, I don't want to do that. Um, and he tells her about uh, how the Tuscans rescued him and stuff. And she thinks he's a weird, weird old Tuscan guy or something. And, um, they've, they've, uh, he tells them about the, the biker, the Nico, Nico bikers. Um, and she doesn't believe that they, they could, uh, defeat the sand people. Um, yeah. Didn't she's she the one that, she's the one that tells or something. Yeah. Something about that. Um, defeating the sand people without any help. Um, and she's the one that tells him that um, Bib Fortuna has taken over the palace. And I believe he confirms that he knows that, but it sounds almost like um, she's telling him for the first time that he doesn't know that Bib Fortuna took over. Uh, and he tells her that he needs to go and get his, uh, his ship from there. So um, they make another trip um, towards um, Jabba's palace. And they're surveilling and seeing all the guards, the Gamorreans, the, the Nikito guards as well. Um, and she um, has a little surveillance drone type of gadget that goes in and uh, draws them a map basically of the entire place, right? We see that and we see several scenes of the the thing going through um, the palace and whatever, ducking ducking behind walls, stuff. Right, right. And uh, Shand kind of wonders why uh, why he needs his ship when he's he's already got a Banta to to use. Um, but obviously, she doesn't know what that ship is about i guess i don't know and he wants he tells her, tells her that he wants to to find um his armor and kill that bloated pig who double crossed him to take his throne which is he's talking about java's throne um yeah. let's see and this is the uh we're scoping it out um Shannon Fett. Fett basically talks to her at this point about his idea to start his own um, family or, or uh, you know, what do they call it? Um, house. Wants to start house. his own house. Yeah, house. And he wants to um, do that in some fashion. And I think, you know, they probably discuss a little bit. Um, Bib Fortuna is probably the opportune thing to do. Um, so they, uh, after looking at the surveillance and the mapping that the, the, the um, drone thing did, they go into the palace. They sneak in. It looks like through the sewers of on the outside, right? Yeah, so um, much fun. Yeah, I don't think he, I, I don't think he uh, liked uh, liked that idea. Yeah, going to the sewer. He's like. Um, that stinks, yeah. Um, yeah, so then they, they go through and come up um, near the kitchen. And they go in the kitchen. Um, 
and there's the greatest we, robot ever. We see the we see the the chef over there cooking and stuff, and the chef finally notices, and then you know <laughs> he's got like six or eight knives or whatever, and I thought that was kind of a call towards uh, you know uh, what's his name, uh, the, Grievous. This, yeah, Grievous. Um, he was like a skeleton robot kind of looking thing anyway. Um, I think the only real human part of that guy was maybe his heart and, and his a couple other things, but um, and he did that too because because he was he had the everything was a droid mod kind of thing on him except for yeah. those those real live parts. So the sous chef attacks him with his all the knives and everything, and uh, you know Boba Fett kind of takes care of him without a problem. Um, <laughs> One of the other chefs uh, signals and calls for. Um, we see a, a, a rat catcher. A, a rat catcher because he hears noises and stuff. He's not right in the same room, but he hears noises. He says, "There must be some rats around here. We better call a rat catcher." And um, eventually, uh, Fett uh, finds that guy and. Um, <laughs> Looks like he says it he knocks him out with a gutter cover. And uh, <laughs> they're they're going through kind of looking around and all and they we see the, the rat catcher starting to walk around looking for for whatever, right? Yeah. And and uh, the the rat catcher discovers Fenton and Shand, it looks like. Yeah, and it sounds an alarm. Um Right, LEP series rat catcher is what it's called. Um, and Bubble Fett, Bubble Fett finally catches it after wrecking the kitchen. Yeah, he chases him throughout the kitchen. Is apparently the, kitchen. the apparently the rat catcher is fireproof because he goes under the yeah. goes fire and watches the, the, <laughs> the oven, all that stuff. Um, he like takes you said, him up by his neck. Yeah, after after Shan traps the traps him in the hallway, so he can't. Escape. He picks him up in the hallway and starts interrogating. You know who I am. I am Bobo Fett. Who should know I'm Bobo Fett? He turned. He turned himself off. Yeah, he's so scared. He turned himself off. That was. I thought that was funny too. Uh, he pops out a little thing and, and turns the button off on his yeah. own. So my bad. So then uh, Fett throws him in the trash can. This is a quick little booger, isn't he? Something like that, he said. <laughs> and, uh, you know, since then... not impressed. Yeah. Phoenix not impressed at all. Uh, yeah. She's like... She's, uh, she's like, your Boba... F I'm Boba Fett thing is kind of getting old, basically, is what the look was that I, I saw. But um, since they cleared out those um, things... Um, they head towards the uh, hangar where the where his slave one ship is, and uh, there's some guards there, some Grimorians, and some some of those other guards, and they get into a shootout and a fight. Um, more alarms go off, so that basically the whole palace knows that they're there. Eventually, after during the in the fighting um 
that was some pretty good um, gunfighting, but uh, you know, Shan's got this is a pretty good shot. She she pretty much knocked yeah. out single one of them out herself with a with her gun. That's why she said, "Hey, you go make sure that rust bucket actually runs." Yeah, exactly. A piece <laughs> of crap. Make sure that thing runs. Uh, and then she uh, she eventually gets the majority of them knocked out, and then she runs up on the ramp and fights the ones that are coming to stop the ship off basically from there. Um, and Fett complains to her about uh, how he can't get the door open to, to leave. Yeah. He's just stuck in the hangar and he's, you know, doing circles, scraping the walls. Yeah, exactly. Scraping the walls and all that stuff. And, um, you know, thinking about it you know the since it's sand and everything and tatooine the the concrete and stuff's probably made out of sand so it's like sandstone which is actually um pretty easy to crumble like that when where your ship was hitting it and crumbling well, i mean yeah. sure it was it was damaging as a ship but it was probably easy to damage the walls with the ship too um and they eventually uh get um most of the guards gone and Shan jumps in the ship. And just as the doors are closing, she fires a shot at a weight that's holding the door closed yeah. and it drops and the door opens and they're able to fly out. Um, and they get out there and Shan's like, Hey, uh, what are we going to do now? <laughs> and um, oh, well, good. Where, where do you want me to drop you? Yeah, where do you want me to drop you? And uh, <laughs> he is like, well, you know, I'll, hey, go along. I'll go along with you. You know, he kind of explains what he wants to do. He's going to go settle some scores and um, such. And she's like, I'll go with you. Um, so they head towards the, uh, he calls it the Great Pit of Carcoon, which is where the Sarlacc pit is that he uh, was trapped in. Um, you know, we're in the cargo sift and everything that we saw in yep. front of the Jedi. Um, and he brings that thing like almost down to the mouth of that Sarlacc pit and is peering in with uh, flashlights and whatever to see if he can find his armor in there, right? Yeah. Um, he, he, uh, he can't see it. And all of a sudden, the Sarlacc wakes up basically and mm -hmm. and notices that it's alive and it notices he's there and it begins to uh attack them and attack the ship and start pulling it into the mouth of the sarlacc um and apparently shand uh is able to find the release for a um i guess what is it a, a bomb I think they call yeah. those um, sonic bombs or something weird like that that does that. Yeah. Um, and she drops it in into the middle of the pit and it goes, the, the Sarlacc swallows it and it explodes. And we see the um, concussion in around the, the pit, but we don't see anything go up necessarily. Yeah. It just goes around it and stuff like that, which. It's good, I guess, because we could have blown up our uh, the ship, right? 
Um, yeah, go over. It blows, it blows up, and uh, we, uh, you know, at that point, we assumed that the Sarlacc is dead, right? Because that mm-hmm. was a, it was a pretty big bomb, <laughs> according to the concussion. Um, and we cut to a scene where um, uh, Shand is pulling him up from the Sarlacc pit. He's yeah. gone. He had gone inside to look himself, and she's so hard headed. Yeah, she's pulling him up. And um, I kind of wanted to talk about this because, uh, you know, um, he comes out and she's wash washing him with uh, water and stuff to wash off some of the acid and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's been some stuff on Twitter and whatever. They they call this a, a plot hole because. If we remember in the beginning of the show, um, Fett comes out of the ground. He's still got his armor on. Mm-hmm. And the Jawas steal it. Yeah. And then the Tuscans come in and rescue him, sort of. You know, they tie him up or whatever. But he yeah. has his armor on when he comes out. So yeah. either we're to assume that Fett forgot about that or wasn't, you know, thinking right or something when that happened he probably forgot but, about it because yeah because he does he he's determined that it's in that pit still which yeah. we, we kind of know is not true um, but there there's a lot of people on twitter saying that uh you know they made a mistake but you you know how things are nowadays people love to point out mistakes and stuff and, and make oh, a yeah. big deal um so it says next is um, what we call the awakening is what the titles of the scene is. Um, but we see it, they're at night and they're around a fire and they're eating, um, you know, some sort of animal that they caught or whatever. Um, and Fett is talking more about some of the stuff he wants to do. Um, and he needs... Uh, to help him with his to run his house, he needs brains and muscles, which uh, he says is Shand. Um, and he offers her a partnership in the deal, um, and 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 his loyalty. Shand replies that um, once he gives that offer, that living with the Tuscans made him soft. <laughs> He doesn't like that. Um, no. And they also talk about, um, I, I missed it when we were talking about the Sarlacc pit, but she talks to him about, when she's washing the acid off, that a Bacta tank is probably the best thing for him. Yeah. Heal from the scars and burns. Um, yeah, so we see, uh, we, we come back to the future, back to the present, I guess. And Fett's in the back of the tank again. Um, and he's having flashbacks of um, going to the palace and greeting Bib Fortuna, where, uh, you know, Fett shoots him and kills him while he's yeah. in the room. Um, and that was a very quick scene. They didn't really, I was hoping for, oh, no. you know, when, that, when they showed that, that there was going to be a lot more, a bigger scene than that, but it was very quick. It was like a blink. Yeah, it was very quick. Um, blah blah blah, and then we see um, him push the button on inside the tank to drain the tank. 
and uh, he emerges and the droid congratulates him, telling him that he's completely healed, meaning he doesn't need the back to tank anymore. He'll keep it, though. And I'll Shan says, I'm sure he does, too. And Shan talks about um, he's healed except for the scars on the inside. Yeah. Uh, and I bet you, I, I bet you from the, just from the stress of going back to his, his armor, the stress of getting out of there. Yeah. That he forgets and everything he's been through, he forgets that how he got out. But yeah, I mean, there's when you have a trauma like that, sometimes you uh, block some of that stuff out, right? So maybe that's part of it. Maybe, you know, like I, like I was saying, he's, he was so far out of it, he just doesn't remember it. Um, you know, because he was half dead when he uh, woke yeah. up down there, we assume. So, um, and he talks about um, one other, oh, they have, a, they have the mayor's major, major domo prisoner from, from last episode. And then mm-hmm. he is, he's telling, he's singing like a Yazoom or yeah. something like that, which I don't yeah. know what that is. Um, and the mods are combing the streets um, looking for the mayor himself. And when the mayor shows up, they'll find him. Um, and Fett says that power hates a vacuum. Uh, and we then cut to a scene where uh, Fett goes back into our sanctuary cantina and he just stands at the door this time and is observing um, and this is where we see the black Wookiee again sitting in the corner yeah. fidgeting not um, very happy about the Transdosians that are in the bar because um, apparently he doesn't like Transdosians at all um, and suddenly he jumps up and starts attacking the Transdosians, growling and fighting and, you know, hitting them with his, uh, what they call a knuckle buster that, that has <laughs> electrified knuckle thing or whatever. Um, and the fight and blah, 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 and um, breaks the furniture, hurls glass mugs. Um, <laughs> What and has okay, so and then um, Garza, which is the, the girl, the girl um, that runs the bar, says that she's made his point and that she she kind of um, talks to his ego and, and talks about you know how great he was when he was fighting in the pits and uh, you know what a legend he is and that his most feared thing is his those knuckle dusters that have the electrified knuckle dusters in his blaster and that he's won all the trophies and nobody's ever, um, you know, challenged his trophies. Um, and it would be a dis- dishonor, dishonor for him to dismember the Transdosian. Um, yeah. And he thinks about it for a second and rips off that arm. And as soon as I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, Oh, and I, you know, because it was Disney, they didn't really yeah. show anything. Um, I would have loved to have seen some of that, though. I would not not that I wanted to see the gore, but I just would love to have seen 
you know, the guy's expression and everything when they ripped his arm off and stuff. We didn't see any of that. That would have been. Uh, you saw the arm. It's saw him flop and the arm flop. Yeah. And uh, um, Garza kind of, you know, tells him to leave now, basically. Um, and he, it looks like he gives her some money um, to pay off his debts. Um, cause she, she said she would, uh, forgive him. Um, if he, if he left, if he, uh, left without causing any more harm and he gives her some money to pay off his debts anyway. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And he rips that arm off and okay. we see, of course, Fett has been watching the whole thing and he starts to think, Hmm. And uh, I think the next scene we see is where Fett's hosting the big banquet with all the um, crime bosses of the city. And we see yeah. the Black Wookiee in the background. Fett has apparently hired the Black Wookiee. Uh, and, and they explain how uh, they, they ousted Bib Fortuna and they're taking over his, his palace and his um, land. And he is going to uh, reclaim the city and end the violence and terror throughout the city um, and crime. And, uh, you know, the Wookiee in the, is in the background growling, of course, because there's a couple of trans <laughs> there. That's not, has that nice gun. Big, huge gun, yeah. Um, uh, let's see. They, he proposes that they um, get together as a group and rid the city of the Pike Syndicate. Um, to basically remove them from the city and, and possibly the planet because um, they're going to eventually take over the entire planet um, with their spice trade. Um, and what uh, the Transdosian captain, which they called uh, Dok Sarsi, uh, whatever, um, he says that they've been making money off of the, the spice trade um, and, and f the captain asks why Fett deserves to be the, the Diomo. They could just kill him. Um, and that's when we see the, the, the rancor underneath their feet is, is pushing through the, the bottom of the floor, which I thought was, that, was, was great. Great, great place placement of dining table. Exactly. As soon as I saw that, I was like, Oh, they're right over the pit. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Um, through the trap door and all that stuff, and and I thought that was just great because you know uh, there's that threat there too because they they all probably know that there's that trap door there and they're sitting right out on it. Um, they probably don't know that there's a rancor down there again, which there is. They find that out, and um, I think that kind of yeah that kind of calms the uh, the table down a little bit after they sit back down and everything. Um. And there's a there's an aqualish what they which they call Gargerflex. He asks um, he, he makes a proposal um, they, they form a defensive alliance against the syndicate. Um, the uh, the Transdosian proposes something different. 
Um, and, you know, says that the pikes are only threading Fett's territory and not necessarily theirs. Um, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then they, um, he makes kind of a pact with him and says, okay, um, what I'll do is I'll, I'll defend the city and your territories from the pikes as long as you don't take any sides. You don't take my side or their side. You are neutral what he says um and eventually after some pondering and stuff they all agree and think that's acceptable i don't think i don't i don't think fennec appreciate that i don't think so either um and maybe fed either um yeah because it would have been easier for him of course to get all those crime lords to have their forces help them out, right? Yeah. Well, that that that's kind of a setback for them in a way, I guess, and um, it, it doesn't look good. Uh, the next little scene we see is later the night. Um, it says the crime lords, which are Fetton, the crime lords are leaving. They're watching them leave um, out in front of the gate over yeah. a balcony. Fett and Shand are watching. And uh, she asks if he trusts them. And basically, Fetz uh, says that he trusts they'll, they'll look after their own self-interest. Um, and we see him leaving vehicles. Uh, you know, he kind of talks about how they're foolish to think that the, the pikes won't take over and that they need to prepare for war. And then we get the final scene where Shand asks um, how much they have in reserve, how much money they have in the reserve. And Fett says he has, he has plenty, admitting that they are short on muscle. And we hear the last thing um, said that Shand says, credits can buy muscle if you know where to look. And then we see the, the credits roll. Yep. We hear our, our famous music again. Anyway, um, so uh, you proposed a question of the week, um, and the question of the week is, where is Fett going to find his army? And, you know, we've been kind of, ever since you said that, you and I have been kind of talking quite a bit about where that could be from, um, and it could be anywhere, right? Um, yeah. You had some ideas. Can you remember uh, some of those ideas? Um, you said uh, I, you asked about you asked about Obi Wan and um, yeah, like the bad bunch, right? And um, the I think the bad batch, if if we remember, bad batch, yeah. At the end of Rebels, uh, is it Rebels or is it Clone Wars? We see um, um, one of the captain um, clone guys is really old with a group of people. He's living in a, you know, some sort of vehicle that they're out in the middle of nowhere on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're pretty old then, which is maybe 10 or 15 years before the time that we're in right now in Boba Fett. Um, 
So those aren't possible. But I mentioned um, that, uh, you know, the Mandalorian could, he could ask the Mandalorian because yeah. at the time that we're at right now, when Boba Fett starts, he's already seen the Mandalorian and got his armor from uh, that other guy that was playing cowboy or whatever. Um, Cobb Bane, Cobb Bane or something. Cobb, something yeah. Cobb is his name. Um, so, you know, if that happens, um, you know, the Mandalorian we know has a lot of Mandalorian type of friends because we saw those battles where they were backing him up with, uh, you know, all their rockets and yeah, fly, flying around and stuff. Um, and what was it? Um, oh, you know, that kind of brought us into the area of the big surprise that could be happening because they've Disney's been teasing a big surprise. And part of that surprise could be something, someone that he recruits to help him out. You know, it could be some um, person that we we are aren't expecting. You know, um, I mentioned um, Prince Princess Leia. Princess Leia is alive. Um, you know, we always think about Luke Skywalker, but we also see her up until the end of yeah. the last. She's in the last movie. Um, you know, with with uh, Kylo Ren and all those people, he, she's in that movie. Um, so she could show up and have, um, you know, an army of her own there that could help him. I doubt it because, you know, she only knows Boba Fett because remember the the scene where, where she strangles um, Jabba? Yeah. Boba Fett's there. So she knows him from that scene. And maybe, you know, they kind of talked a little bit. I don't, we don't know, right? No. Nope. So, so it could be her. Um, what else? Uh, we talked about a couple other people. Um, you know, I, I brought up the, the rumor that um, Kira from the Crimson Dawn is supposed to show yeah, yeah, the yeah. show. And... Um, uh, the rumor about that is, is that if she shows up, there's possibly going to be a Han, Han Solo sh- showing up. You know, so so Han Solo could show up and help out. I don't know. That, and Chewie. And Chewie, yeah, he would be there, which would mean they'd have two Wookies. And you know, we've seen Chewie in uh, the Solo movie oh, yeah. where he he ripped some guy's arm off too. So <laughs> we we know that those Wookies are pretty strong. You have any other ideas about who, where the army could come from? Um, like you said, the Mandalorian side. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and I and I guess the, the the last thing they could do, you know, probably the last thing they want to do is hire mercenaries, right? Yeah. Mercenaries usually look out for themselves. They'll do what they're hired and, for, but they usually end up double double crossing but yeah would yeah i mean it, it's going to be interesting to see how he gets that army and then that you brought up that that asked asked the question earlier i don't know whether it was today or the day before about do you think that uh she's going to double cross him yeah yeah you you'd been talking you've been talking about that with me for a while 
And um, I thought about using that for the question of the week. Um, maybe we can use it for next week if we can't find anything better. But um, it's a good question, you know. Um, you know, do we trust her? She kind of reluctantly uh, decided to stay with Fett. We see in the during the show, you know, she she's doing it basically because she has nothing else to do or thinks it would be fun or something. But maybe you know she's tired. Yeah, of and all the and all the time that he's in the back to tank, what the hell is she doing? Right, right. And and we we don't know really how long he's in there. Maybe he just uh, sleeps in there overnight, or you know, a couple hours and you know, like uh, takes a nap in the afternoon and for a couple hours in the back to tank. I I don't know, but um, I they always seem to wake him up. I guess if Michael Jackson was around, we we could ask him. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. And I think Michael's was more of a it was a chamber like that, but it was it was an oxygen thing, right? He was breathing pure oxygen. Yeah, but yeah, it's the same. It's the same idea, though. I get it. Um, all right. So the last portion of this podcast is always the thoughts and predictions so we talk about what we thought about the podcast and what we think could happen in the next episode or episodes so uh, and we kind of went over some of that with this question of the week but um you know the big thing is is what's gonna what's gonna happen with the army and you know is boba fett gonna win against the pikes um you know is uh are both of them gonna survive yeah we don't and is this and is this actually what what he wants to do or or is is he just being a wimp as he said (laughs) right right you know um he he's you know like she said the the tuscans kind of tamed him down a little bit right because what we know from him as a bounty hunter is he's a a ruthless and you know ask no questions kind of bounty hunter and yeah. he's he seems to be a lot different and um considers people now it seems like considers their ideas and stuff and you know maybe we find out that he uh doesn't really want to do it anymore he uh maybe clears the town of crime or something and is like okay somebody else take over i'm done <laughs> you know we don't know right um you know and i i they Disney is, has, you know, we, I talked about the surprise person that's supposed to show up, but they've also teased it. You know, there, there's going to be some big thing that changes everything you've thought about from the beginning of the the show. Um, You're going to rethink everything. Um, and, And that's where I came up with the idea that, you know, maybe he really new hard show. Yeah, he he's dreaming it. He he's actually in the back or back in the Sarlacc pit, and he's he's dreaming the whole thing. Um, and we see him uh, die in the Sarlacc pit. I, you know, I don't know. That's just that one. That that one. Uh, that one. Uh, go along with uh, Mandalorian. True. True, because we, uh, how, how would he go see the Mandalorian? Um, yeah. You know, I guess, 
you know, we could say the Mandalorian was a dream then too, is what we could say, but it doesn't make, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense though, does it? Um, no. No, it doesn't. So, yeah. And, and, um, what there's three episodes left now, right? So we're on, we're on episode four, chapter four, chapter five is next. So then we got probably six and seven are going to be, you know, the same thing. It's going to be, uh, you know, the battle of the final battle, but it would be my guess. Um, you know, whether we, where we determine if he defeats the pikes or not. So, um, you know, whether they I'm, go I'm looking the town, the pikes yeah. come at him at his palace. Yeah. And, and, you know, we could see something like, you know, uh, maybe the big surprise is we could see something like what happened with the Tuscans, you know, the, the supposed bikers wiped out the entire colony of Tuscans that uh, Fett was living with. Maybe the pikes wipe out the entire town or wipe out the, the Fett palace while they're in it. You know, we don't know. Um, but those, those are all things that could happen. Um, of course, we're hoping that he defeats the pikes and, uh, it's kind of weird rooting for a, a crime lord, right? But we kind of hope he uh, defeats the Pikes and gets the the crime family he wants, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's what he wants. It sounds like he just wants to have a retirement home myself. Yeah, how he told kind of what it is. Everybody, how he told everybody that that they worry about their interests and he didn't want no part of their, he doesn't want no tributes or anything. Because I guess he got fed up with them and he wants to do it all himself. Exactly. Exactly. They they didn't yeah. they wouldn't really commit to you know helping him with you know their people and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know. I mean, in my mind, if he was a crime lord that um, was ruling like. I, I've seen him in the movies and stuff. He would have been a lot more ruthless, I think. You know, um, he's actually gone around and negotiated with people. And the Boba Fett that I know from the movies and from reading that one book, The Bounty Hunter Wars, he was very ruthless. He wouldn't, he wouldn't negotiate. He if if someone didn't um, go with his thinking, he would he would either kill him or or you know knock him out and, and move on, you know, and he hasn't done yeah. that in this show. Really. He, Did he we shoot saw him, first and ask questions later? Yeah. That's kind of what he was. And, um, we saw that when he was, you know, ruthlessly killing the, the bikers in the show this time, um, getting revenge. Uh, you know, he was kicking ass and taking names there, but right. So, I don't know. I don't know. Can you think of anything else that you uh, want to predict or, or think about? I hope, I hope it doesn't come that as a dream. That that would just be yeah, so that would disappointing. Be, yeah, any show that's done that. There's been a couple shows that have done that. It's always been a disappointment. I mean, it's a it's a shock when you see it, but yeah, it's a I disappointing time. <laughs> disappointing shock, right? You spent all your time, yeah. and it's it it doesn't mean anything. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like, you know, personally, you know, this show has only got seven episodes, 
and I would love to see a, a second season. Oh, I yeah. would hate to see it end at seven, season seven or episode seven and not have any more. Because I love Boba Fett's one of my favorite characters in the entire what about, Star Wars universe. Leave it on leave it on a small screen or how about a full full length movie? I mean, we could, you could, um, and, you know, arguably, if you talk to the creators, they are saying that they're making a full movie every episode. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, I'd, I'd love to see them on the screen, too, the full screen, too. Um, you know, I think it's been a good thing for Disney that they've come out with these shows like this in the middle of the pandemic because people aren't going to the mm-hmm. theaters. Um, so they have a way to watch these things and be entertained. But, you know, I'd love to go to a, to see another mo- Star Wars movie in the theater. Until I got Disney Plus, I didn't realize not a plug or anything. And not, I, didn't, I didn't realize of all the anime, animated stuff. Yeah, there's, that, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's even... They even have some stuff on there that's some um, Ewok series that. Yeah, I, I saw that. No, that. There, there's parts of it in there, and and it was uh, like actually released years ago, and it was really short because nobody watched it, so they stopped it. But what's on Disney Plus is more than what they originally broadcast. I remember, I remember ABC or something like that. Yeah. or whoever, and they had it on Saturday mornings or something like that as Ewoks or something like that. They had that on there, too, because I remember yep. that. Yep, they did, and uh, there was a Star Wars cartoon for a while, too, um, but I don't think Disney Plus has that yet. There was a, there was a tiny Star Wars cartoon. It was a uh, follows like Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and RTD2 and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe they don't this, have rights this, to that. This this is going to be crazy of what they decide to do if they're talking something big. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was telling you the, the way Disney's been promoting it is it's going to be a shocker as big or bigger than seeing Luke Skywalker at the end of Mandalorian. Which, you know, by the time we got there, we all knew it was going to happen, I think. Um, it was just, you know, they made the scene so amazing and everything. It was it was a great scene. It was wor- worthy of Luke Skywalker, I thought. Yeah, there was, there, there was no, no other way out of it except for Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And, uh, that scene. Um, you know, I say we were expecting it. I, I say that because I'd, I'd heard about he was going to show up. Um, but I didn't know where and, and, you know, all those things you hear, like what, what I've been talking about are rumors and, you know, you don't know if they're true. Um, and it was kind of the last scene of the Mandalorian almost. Right. So yeah. I w- we're getting to the end there and I'm like, okay, no Luke Skywalker. So it's not going to happen. So um, all of a sudden it did. Right. <laughs> we're like, Oh no, they're all going to die. And then all of a sudden Luke Skywalker shows up. Zoom, 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 choo, choo, choo. kills all the the uh, um, dark troopers. 
a bigger which, lead uh, drawn. Yeah. Which would be interesting too, because Boba Fett wasn't there during went during that battle, was he? He was already gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but our Mandalorian guy was there, and he defeated Moff Gideon to gain the the dark saber. Dark saber. And um, we don't know what happened after that. What happened to the dark droids? Maybe those dark droids still exist, and maybe the Mandalorian has them. I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I was thinking about that earlier after we were talking. Um, but all right, well, I mean, I think that kind of wraps it up, unless you've got more. No. I can't wait. It's always fun talking about this stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go with the outro. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash rabrkyledrahenson.us. That's r-a-b-r dot k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n dot U-S. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at R A. B R dot K A I L E J O H A N S E N dot U S. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, or owned by Lucasfilms LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Scott, and in no way express the views or opinions of their past or present employers. Views and opinions are not supported or restricted by Lucasfilms, LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites without consent of Super Duper Podcast Network and its host is prohibited. I am Kyle Jordan Hansen, and this is Andrew Scott Seven. Say goodbye now. Bye now. All right, that was fun. So